This is Raspberry Lemonade, the Arnold Palmer of podcasts, a refreshing dive into the stories of industry professionals, both sweet and sour. And now your host, Mr. Levi. And we're back on Raspberry Lemonade. Thank you for joining us out there. Here today with Jessica Vine. How's it going? How are you feeling? Hey, you know what? I am feeling super energized because we just did this really awesome pump up. <laughs> yep, that helped. <laughs> if you watch the reel, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, so all the cool kids will go to Levi's page and they will watch the reel. The uncool kids, they will not do that. So, just saying. So, I mean, if you're cool, I guess you're <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're feeling pumped. Yeah, ready to do this first. We actually just met for the first time, right? Yeah, in the flesh. Exactly in the flesh. Because I've been following you for for a little while, and uh, I reached out because you you know I noticed that uh, you had like pretty good following, and I was like, "What's that about?" (laughs) You were so gracious to you know share your your journey with social media in itself, and how you know you got to that number, and uh, maybe we could even talk a little bit about that. Sure, whatever. Um. But uh, so usually you start off the podcast, right, by asking our guest, uh, you know, their name. Well, you already said Jessica, but like what, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? How do you support yourself or what business are you in? I mean, kind of do a lo- little bit of everything, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. So like, I've been an entrepreneur since I'm like 12. So um, started my first online business, uh at the age of 12 and actually did this business where people would pay me to run ads in a newsletter <laughs> before it was like a normal thing. And then I actually sold that business for a whopping 500 bucks. That's pretty good for a 12 year old no, back in whenever that was. Don't want to tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just kept doing online marketing. And now I work in like the online marketing space still uh, have a blog called RV idiots and, uh, of course we just, me and my husband recently got into real estate back in, uh, about three months ago and we're working on two flips right now. Awesome. Man. You guys are busy, huh? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the RV idiots. That's <laughs> quite the name there. Yeah. Well, when we started RVing, like I had lived in an RV for seven years as a child, but it's a much different experience whenever you are the child and you just are there and then whenever you and your husband and family have to figure it out on your own and you don't know anything, uh, yeah. So we were RV idiots, and now we help people not be RV idiots with our blog. Gotcha. Well, okay, so it's, you blog it too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. And you've been doing that for how long, you said? So uh, I've been in the blogging space for over a decade, but this blog is only about three years old. Okay. Yep. Well, that's really cool. I didn't know that actually. Ha <laughs> yeah. I got secrets. No. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Keep sharing them all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Awesome. And then as far as the real estate thing, yep. how did you even, you know, come come to, to start doing that? Yeah. So we actually sold our house recently um, back in like about five, six months ago. And we, we saw that the market was going up really high and we were coming to the end of our two years. So we want to have a capital gains and, uh, they kept sending us emails about wanting to buy our house. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I was like, 
oh, I want to make $135,000 profit. You can have my house. (laughs) (laughs) So me and my husband, Joe, were like, this real estate thing. I mean, I I started watching, uh, I've been watching Graham Stephan for a long time, and he had this guy, Ryan Pineda, really charismatic dude on there, and seemed like he had like the same core values as me. And I was like, I was talking to my husband, I was like, hey, he's got this program called future flipper or something like that and what do you think you want to look into it he's like sure why not (laughs) so that is literally how i got started wow but before that was there like a video of book or anything like that no no not at all nothing there you go guys yeah (laughs) sometimes it's a happy accident right Mm -hmm. but i mean it sounds like you had already kind of had like the, the the hustle right like kind of doing different things that like not a lot of people do uh and it's it's a you know a different way of making an income of supporting your yourself and your family right yeah like my my main business which i always forget to mention like how we were supporting ourselves mainly was i was a copywriter so i was writing content for other people lots and lots and way too much content my poor wrists sometimes were like so sore and like that was a big thing i was like i don't want to do that for hours a day anymore so like the pain part of it literal and mental yeah i was like you know i i i don't want to like i used to love writing all the time but then i was like now the joy is just kind of out of it I, I need to do something where i wake up in the morning and i'm excited about it again and um I love working with my husband and he's not a writer and he's not an online marketer. So I was like, all the real estate, we can do that together. That's awesome. That's really cool that, you know, you guys both teamed up. Uh, I really like seeing that, you know, when couples team up and and doing any venture really, but Mm -hmm. especially real estate, you know, because that's uh, what I've been interested in a lot lately as well. Um, So it's really awesome that you have that that support system there, you know, with, with your partner. Yep. So, uh, moving on to, you know, where you talked about how you got into the real estate and these other ventures. Um, I like to ask the guests, like, how were the early days of, like you said, you had the RV business, right? Like how were the early days of that or your other ventures? Like, tell us a little more about that. Yeah. So, um, the RV, the RV idiots is still a baby. So we've got about 265 pieces of content up there. Um, but like our goal is to get it to be like 5,000. So it's still like, it's okay. still in its infancy. So yeah. I'm not even planning on making a profit on that thing for another two, three years, honestly, just pouring tons of money. Into gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, so with that, like we're in the infancy now, but as far as like the early early days like before my copywriting started making money and stuff like it was not easy like my husband was in the military and like it it was like i always tell people i'm like hey some of y'all people never had to eat helper and it shows (laughs) that and if you don't know what that means that means the hamburger helper but without the hamburger and the chicken helper without the the chicken so like and all i knew spoiled. was rice and beans so that's, rice that's beans, a step rice up beans. Hey, is that dave ramsey like i don't know like <laughs> eat the rice and beans <laughs> so yeah it was yeah it was not easy i mean like i remember man so many times like raymond noodles uh yeah just lots of spaghetti with no meatballs <laughs> 
Gotcha. That's why Joe loves meat. He's like, hey, we have money to eat meat. We're eating meat. <laughs> Non-negotiable now. <laughs> there will be meat with every meal. We are not vegan. We're not vegetarian. We're not broke. So we are eating meat. <laughs> gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah, the early days, like, uh, man, it was hard. Uh, sometimes I wondered, like, man, are we ever going to like get out of this? It was it was really difficult, and whenever we did finally get out of it, like we were making money with the online businesses and stuff like that. But then in 2012, like my mom passed away, and then like mm. Google did some like algorithm changes, and I was not in the headspace to figure it out, and just like all of that crashed down. Like I was depressed. Like we got evicted, lived back with my oh, wow. dad. I was like 27 or 28. Like, super embarrassing. I didn't want anybody to know, but everybody knew. Like, <laughs> it was like small town stuff? Or? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. We lived in, like, a town's like 5,000 people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, whatever. Like, my brother uh, invited me to do, like, sales with him in South Dakota. So, I like, flew out there, left, like, my husband and my kids, and it was miserable. Like, just, you know, you just had to do whatever the heck it is that you have to do to make it even like door-to-door sales it's the most miserable thing in the universe you think cold calling sucks no door knocking sucks i happen to have a little experience <laughs> you know that, oh. it can be very difficult at times yeah 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 they're like what are you doing here and i'm like nah <laughs> yeah definitely like and then you never know like what you're gonna get no yeah. yeah you know like some some of the people are like super nice and they're, they want to talk to you all day i'm like well i'm glad you're not yelling at me but i have to go <laughs> yeah I'm like see you later like i literally like went to lunch with one of these people i'm like i can't talk now but if you want to go out to eat okay yeah yeah and she actually like it was a paintless dam repair business my brother had and she actually did come get her car fixed i was like <laughs> I wasn't, it wasn't a strategy or anything. I just didn't want to cut you off and be right. rude. <laughs> so whatever. Yeah. Some good came from it. All right. But all right. So, okay. Tell me a little more. Actually, I'm curious as far as the RV thing, like you guys rent it out or what type of business is that exactly? So, yeah. So like with RV idiots, it's literally like the, it's monetized with like display ads and affiliate programs. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, Right now, I just switched over to a new ad network. I switched from Azoic to Monumetric, and that's supposed to give me more money per thousand visitors. So right now, we're getting around uh, 5,000, 7,000 visitors a month, and like we're going to scale it to like 3 million. Gotcha. Okay, so it's specifically a blog then? Yep. Gotcha. Have you guys thought about like doing something like that where you rent out the actual RV? Oh, we don't even own our RV anymore. Oh, really? Okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. We, we lived in it for, we lived in an RV for two and a half years and we traveled around. And then whenever COVID hit, they started like shutting down campgrounds and then in, like the storms in the mix of that, like I started literally having like panic attacks. I was like, like my mind was going crazy. I was like, what if they like shut the campgrounds down? Where are we going to go? And then it's going to storm. And like it was, it was a kind of, kind of a mess whenever it started. All the RVers were like, trying to figure out where they're going to go. And right, I was like, right. I was like, let's just buy a house and we'll figure this out later. And so this is like a good way for us to still stay up, up on what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think once the kids are gone, like it was crazy RVing with four, four kids, a dog and a cat. <laughs> I mean, it was a little wild. Yeah. 
<laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, it was always party. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, the RV stuff, like we have great riders. We hired like the best people, like full time RVers, some of them. Some of them, uh, they're aspiring to be full time and they just do part time. And uh, they love it. They're like, hey, this is a good income stream for me to be able to go live my RV life. And I'm like, heck yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah. Love it. <laughs> That's really awesome. Well, we talked about that, the RVs, right? And uh, I'm glad that you clar- clarified that. Because yep. I was under the impression <laughs> that you were renting out the RV. No, no. that we We did have it for a while and we considered renting it out. And it's actually pretty darn lucrative. But um, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like dealing with that right now because yeah. like a lot of the people were wanting to rent it because there's a housing shortage where we're at. Uh, and they're I like. See. So they'd be yeah. renting it to live. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Gotcha. And I'm like, <laughs> well, it's like $130 a night. And they're like, what the heck? <laughs> like you're not supposed to live in it. Yeah. to go for the weekend or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, well. Sorry, no, it's not what we want to do. Right. Okay, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I like to also ask the guests uh, about their upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you seem like a pretty awesome person, Aww, and I know your husband you. would agree. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, you guys married each other, right? Yeah, fifteen years going <laughs> strong. Go. Yeah, yeah. Then you guys have a great chemistry. I love it. Both funny people. I love it. <laughs> yeah, really enjoyed. You know hanging out with you guys yeah it's been great like seriously we've had so much fun i'm looking off camera because he's he's behind the scenes but yeah we've had so much fun hanging out with you the last couple days <laughs> shout out to joe yep. yeah hey babe <laughs> <laughs> and uh so going back to the question you know you seem like a pretty awesome person I- i'm sure your upbringing had something to do with it obviously we all decide what we do with our upbringing how we uh, decide to kind of navigate what we experience, you know, as as children, as teenagers, and you know, as we go on through life. But in your case, like, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I'm I'm not sure. Uh, like, is this a PG show or PG thirteen or like what? <laughs> Definitely keeping it family friendly, but okay. you know, I can I can like let you know what it is without. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, my parents. Like they were like my mom passed away about 10 years ago and my parents were married for 42 years, like before she passed. And so like I had the luxury of having parents that loved each other and were still together. And I'm super grateful for that. Um, like we, they were super were like religious and <laughs> like I, I was not allowed to watch any secular television, listen to any secular music, wasn't allowed to wear pants earrings cut my hair like Interesting. <laughs> so so like all these restrictive things like they they were, I know they were just trying to protect me from going to the bad place and <laughs> um and like I I can appreciate that now but I did not appreciate that whenever I was a young girl that just wanted to fit in and not wear the funky culottes that looked like upside down like creamsicles and i just really really didn't want to wear that this christian skate night (laughs) so um i guess out of that i would say that i learned to not 
need to be like everyone else and to really just be able to survive if people just think you're hella weird like you know like yeah. it is what it is um so i i would thank them for for putting me through that <laughs> um but like as as like a very young child like three years old six years old and um like those couple times i experienced some very bad things that uh, no kids should have to experience and okay. um they're kind of like swept under the rug and so like that made me feel like I had no voice and like they my parents literally moved because of it they were the old lady was like an influential person in the community and like they're literally like you have no proof whatever mm, and yeah. um so like that made me feel like, yeah, like I didn't have a voice. Like it definitely made me have to work through lots of self worth issues. I'm sure I still struggle with some of those today because of that. And um, like I, I talked it out with my parents. Like, well, not my dad. Like, when I was like, I see nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I see. Um, but no, like with like, my mom. Sorry, just real quick. Like yep. we didn't mention this is a family show, but. Yep. That doesn't mean that we can't talk about these topics. So, yep. you know, you're welcome to be as open about it as you want. Because, unfortunately, these things do happen. Yep. I have some friends who I'm pretty sure you're talking about the yeah. same thing. And you're absolutely right. Like, till this day, they, they still struggle with, you know, how they view themselves because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, it like, those things, um, you know, especially, when, like, whenever it's, like, you know, like, one was an adult... Um, the other instance was like two, like was brothers and they're like a little bit older than, than me. And, you know, it just feels like, you know, sometimes like I think like, okay, so like no pants, no cutting my hair. And like, this is like, hello. Yeah. (laughs) And for the longest time, like I was, I was actually pretty mad at my, my parents for, for that. But like, I was like, you know. They didn't, they didn't do anything malicious. Like they trust people too much. Mm. And now like with my kids, I'm like super vigilant and like, you know, very careful. Cause I realized that even people that you might think are, are good and kind, you just like, you gotta be careful. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so like that definitely, um, had an impact on, on how I was. And I had to make a decision like, Am I going to be afraid of people? Am I going to like hate people? And um, you probably heard me say like 500 times, like I love people like (laughs) all the time. And so I chose, I was like, you know what? Just because of some nasty folk, like it's it's not everyone that's like that. It's not even like a large percentage of people. Right. I just so happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. And um, like now... Like I, I love to help other people like not feel bad about stuff that's happened to them or things that go through. So that's why I share this kind of stuff. It's not like, I'm like, yay, I just want to share all this. <laughs> right. Um, I believe if you share some of the things that you used to maybe feel bad about or like nervous about that people will share with you and then you can both like heal together. That's my thought. Yeah. hundred percent. I completely agree. I had a curious question because you mentioned about, you know, 
you feeling that your parents were very restrictive and things of that nature. I've been curious since day one. Oh no. Why the pink hair? Do you think that had a little bit to do with it? Like now um, that you can make your own decisions, you're <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to dye my hair pink. Or where did that come from? Yeah. So, yeah. So I remember the first time, like, I dyed my hair. It was like a normal color. <laughs> like, that's bad enough, right? <laughs> like, ah! And she cut her bangs, too. Like, like I'll never do that again. This is a bad decision. But, <laughs> but I was like, yes. Um, yeah. So for that, I, we were in Florida and I've just always, I've always wanted to, I've always just wanted, I like, I love, I love pink. I, I used to love red. It was my color. And then I was like, I was talking to Joe and I was like, you know, I've always just wanted to dye my hair pink. Like it makes me feel happy. And he was like, just go do it. And I was like, can't just do it like we're out RVing I don't know anything in hairdressers and he's like well you find a hairdresser so we found actually a couple of hairdressers like one cut my hair and one dyed my hair and I'm like oh man I'm really rolling the dice today (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like with that it just makes me feel free like it makes me feel happy I feel like it it warns people about my personality (laughs) they're gonna know i mean yeah yeah definitely (laughs) so uh people sometimes they're like so like what's your strategy and like what 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 strategy like what like with your hair like with your branding and like no it's literally not at all a strategy or or branding i i wake up and i'm like it makes me happy yeah and um as someone that like lives with and hopefully maybe we'll get out of living with anxiety and such feelings like that like anytime that i can put myself in the right state like i'm gonna do that like it's worth it (laughs) that's great i'm glad i asked about it i'm sure (laughs) i I knew it had to be a little deeper than just like (laughs) oh it's like i like pink yeah yeah yeah. which like you you explained that that's part of it but yeah I, i really liked your answer thank you for sharing that yeah for sure all right, now, let's see, what have we covered so far? We've covered, you know, your RV business, your real estate, you know, endeavors now you're going into, your upbringing. Uh, what would you say has been up until now? Like it could be in whatever business, you know, uh, that you want to talk about. What's been like a one of the more sour stories, like something that you've had to endure or, you know, a roadblock that you had to overcome an obstacle. Uh, I think that was really, that was really in 2012 when I had like worked so hard to like make my, my online businesses work. We had like build it up. Like you want to talk about passive income. That was passive income. Like I would get emails like all day. Just like, you made a sale. You made a sale. I'm like, this is the life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I just uh, had our third child, which was, by the way, 11 pounds, three ounces. Yes, you can applaud. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> had him at home. Sounds like a very healthy child. <laughs> oh, he was healthy. And it was all my husband's fault. He <laughs> fed me biscuits and gravy and apple pie right before I had that sucker. And he was also late. So, yeah, he was huge. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm having flashbacks now of this big baby. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, what was I saying? Like the bait that that is a big baby. I <laughs> like, that's the biggest baby in our family. 
Oh yeah, the was website. First, was that your firstborn? No, that was our third. third oh, the third. Our third child. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So like I, I was like working so hard up to like having him because I was like I want to have like maternity leave, and so that's why I worked so hard and I like made those pa- that passive income and like it was going great and like for like what was it from about five months where it was like <laughs> and then like all these updates happened my mom died and i was like oh man i was like dude like oh like my mom was terminally ill since i was like 12 like she honestly was supposed to like they were like you're gonna die in like two years so like my mom i should have not even had her since like i was 14 years old wow. and i got to keep her till i was 25 so like I'm always grateful for that because my dad is like not good with emotions and I'm like all of all I'm all emotions. <laughs> I just I just yeah poor dad would have been like oh my god someone help me with this emotional teenager please <laughs> she's very rebellious <laughs> yeah so uh, we that whole time was really just super rough. We were also like recruited into a business that we really didn't believe in, but like these were like rich people. And at that point I thought if you're rich, you know, like, man, I should probably just listen to you and not have any of my own thoughts about things. And that really, and so instead of building those businesses up that I knew made money, I literally just like let them die. And I listened to these people and tried to build this thing that I didn't believe in. Yeah. And that's that's when it ended up in like eviction and living with my dad. Gotcha. So that that's why I'm like, if my gut is telling me not to do something or to do something, I'm like, I don't care how much money you make. Like, I've been down that road before. I, I'm not going to just like, like, oh, shut up, gut. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. You know, I'm going to take everything into account and, and learn it and and do the gut check. And so that's that's what I do. And ever since then, it's never it's never steered me wrong. That's good. Yep. Yeah. And I I can relate to that feeling, too, because and I, I tell my wife all the time, like it, sometimes it's even just small things like. I decided to go one way when my gut was telling me to do, you know, go the other way. And it's like, man, I knew it. I should have just listened to myself, you know, listened to my gut. So it's, it's good to hear that. I'm not the only one that struggles with that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's so many people that tell you, like, I, I started hearing like mentors and stuff like that being like, you know, don't ever listen to anybody that you like wouldn't trade places with and stuff like that. And I do agree with that to a large degree. But sometimes, you know, you're like, and you are the person you wouldn't trade places with. You know, like <laughs> you want, you don't even want your life. Like <laughs> you're trying to get out of it. And I'm like, oh my god, that does make sense. And I'm like, that does not make sense. <laughs> so I uh, sometimes like I would get like caught up in that just because like I I was like. I don't want to be poor forever. Like, I don't want to like have my kids any helper <laughs> with no hamburger. Matter of fact, no, I'm like, I don't ever want to be anywhere near a hamburger helper or helper. <laughs> Keep it away. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's really hard to, to trust yourself whenever you, you know, you've grown up poor. And like, I remember like 
one year, I don't know, like my parents didn't tell me, but I remember hearing them like my dad made like $8,000 that year. And uh, he was like super excited about it. Because like he he would usually like we would just travel all over and do like odd jobs and like literally one time like it's me and my brother were talking about this the other day so I was like twelve maybe and so we hopped in whatever RV we were living in at that point drove to Florida from Tennessee didn't tell anybody we were coming not a soul we're just driving down there. And uh, we called the people where we were going that didn't know we were coming there. <laughs> hey, Florence, we're like eh, an hour away. And they're like, oh, well, you know what? We were cooking a chicken and we are, we got so hungry. We're like, it's late at night and we got so hungry. They already ate. You want to come and eat this chicken? <laughs> Sign me up. And, and then not only that, we get there and they're like, so we're actually getting ready to move out of this trailer. And we are going to move into a house and we need someone to fix this trailer up. So my dad literally got a job wow. finishing the trailer up. We stayed there for four months. <laughs> that. Yeah. So everybody's like, so how do you deal with risk in real estate? I'm like, it's like, please. No. They're like, Amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't, you haven't even seen risk. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> That was my childhood. We're just going to drive somewhere and someone will see us and someone will, will find the person and do the thing. What person? We'll see. What thing? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Great, though. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. You, you guys put yourself in a situation where an opportunity could arise, and it sounds like it would, right? Well, Usually. my mom and dad did that one. I didn't do that. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I was just wrong, long for the ride, literally. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your, some of your struggles. Yeah. And that, I mean, you just had, you know, your third son and and then immediately after, you know, losing your mom. How, how did you navigate those, all those emotions? Like, there, there was, you know, it was like probably like the best feeling in the world and probably the worst feeling in the world in the matter of like, what, a couple months? Yeah, my we had uh, his. He was born in January, and she passed in May. And uh, she only had to like hold him one time. She started like kind of like being a little out of it because she was in so much pain and stuff. Uh. And um, yeah, it was it was crazy because like after after having him, we had actually moved to Missouri. We didn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> We, there yeah. it is again <laughs> yeah we were so we were living in tennessee i was like trying trying to like please my parents make them proud of me mm. and um at the time i was a preacher and gospel singer and um my parents they saw this church on television and they're like yeah you should watch this church and so i was like okay so we went and visited the church we didn't have any money this guy like gave us 70 dollars to get home like he didn't even I, we didn't tell him we needed money i'm like okay cool thanks we glad we can eat and get back to the house like <laughs> and so then of course what's the next logical choice to make we should totally move there yeah why not <laughs> makes total sense yeah so, yeah, we moved there. We didn't know anybody at all. 
we moved there. We didn't have jobs, nothing. Like, I think I was doing some writing and then he started detailing cars up there. Like, just wow. I, I don't know why the apartment approved us for this. <laughs> why would you approve us? <laughs> we don't even have a work history there. <laughs> so for some odd reason, they approved us to go there. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it was crazy. We obviously just do whatever we think is makes sense. It did work out in the long run because that's when our businesses like picked up we got around people that were making good money in the church and they like helped us get our mindset right and then like my parents helped move us back down to Tennessee and like that was right before like my mom passed so yeah this I'm like wow we did a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> that's really crazy it is yeah I have to agree <laughs> I mean it it sounds like you know everything that you that you go through though you you learn from it, mm-hmm. and it and it helps you you know navigate anything that might come your way in the future or that yep. has come since then. So that's good. Yeah. And, and from from yeah from all the bad things like you, there's always a good thing that comes from it. Yeah, and as far as like the navigating of the emotions, like losing my mom was like something I was always afraid of mm-hmm. because she was terminally ill. Yeah. And so it was something that was always like it was in your face because like she was on oxygen and like she never smoked. Like she literally had something called primary pulmonary hypertension, which literally means we don't know why, but you have hypertension. And like now from what I know, I really believe it, it was like she was always so worried and so like focused on like everything that could go wrong. Like I believe so much in like the power of the mind yeah. I think like what else could it come from? Like that, literally that makes sense. You could literally make yourself sick with your own thoughts. Yeah. Like yeah. I, like I'm like so careful with that. And still it's like, they try to get you like, sometimes it's like, ah, back yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. I um, but it, yeah, just like dealing with that and everything. Um, it was, it was a, it was a long road. Um, like I didn't talk to my dad for like a while because they, they didn't like believe in going to doctors too much. So like, I felt like they could have done things a little bit different, but like now I realize they did the best they could. So like, uh, yeah, I, I've come to a lot of realizations and you have to like process those emotions and not get upset with yourself whenever you, you have to take the time to process those emotions and stuff. So yeah literally it was just like one day at a time uh trying to figure out like how am i gonna deal with these emotions today i guess we'll see (laughs) yeah 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 i like that you mentioned that that to be patient kind of like patient with yourself yes yeah and that maybe you won't deal with the emotions the same way every single day or maybe not always in the most positive way no (laughs) and that that's normal i think yeah, yeah, I was talking with the gentleman here that had had lost someone that he he loves recently, and um, you know, like I'm an empath, so like that's so hard. Like I can feel people's emotions and stuff like that, and it's a gift and a curse, you know, <laughs> because you can like whenever you're around people that are like going through something super cool and awesome, like you get to like really feel like 
that for them and with them. But whenever people are like going through something really hard like that, you're just like, Ugh. but it does help you connect with people more because you literally are like, I feel for you. I'm feeling with you. Like, <laughs> which is, it is tough, but, um, like I, I've always had, had that. And I never really understood it as a kid, but like my, my mom, like she would always like look around and I'd be like hugging some person that's sad. And they'd be like, your daughter's so sweet. Like, oh. and I'm just like, I hope you feel better. Like makes me happy that you feel better. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. uh, that's where that came from. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. Thank you for sharing, you know, all the pain and struggles uh, that you've shared. Um, I, I think, I hope it helps someone out there that maybe is going through that right now. Because unfortunately, you know, these things happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever you lose anyone that you've been very close to, that's, it's it's a very difficult thing to process. Yep. And so, yeah, I mean... It looks like you're doing a good job. Keep at it. Yep. Um, why don't we change pace here a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about something a little happier now. <laughs> yeah. Now that we've uh, got you guys crying out there, I hope not really. But <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about. Okay, great. We've got through all the the rough stuff. Now let's talk about the sweet the stuff. The sweet stuff. <laughs> What's been like one of the most I don't know happiest moments or like happiest stories or kind of like. Like, ah, this is, this was worth it. Or, ah, this is why I do what I do. What, tell us one of those stories. Yeah, so it may not seem like a big deal, but even, like, recently, like, so my oldest son, he's grown and married, but, like, we took, like, all of the kids to Dollywood. Like <laughs> It's like a theme park near us. It's pr- it's a pretty big deal. If you don't don't come to pitch a board, you should. <laughs> uh, but we just like we we went out and we had a great time. Like we paid for everything. We didn't have to like look at the c- account. Like hey, like do we have this money? Like all right, this is what we used to do. Like hey, okay, we're all gonna share this and and, <laughs> and you're gonna like it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get the large drink yes. and y'all get one sip. <laughs> hey, sounds like you've got some experience. He's like, so my husband would get his own drink because he's like germaphobe. <laughs> it's like, I cannot do one drink. I'm like, dang it, I'm going to have to budget for that whole extra drink. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it was, it was hard. I remember us going to SeaWorld one time. And like, it was like a veterans thing. So we got in free for the veterans thing. And then we, uh, like did like discount meal. It was like, yeah. So when you contrast like dealing with that and being like, oh gosh, like I I shouldn't even be taking off work. Like I should be grinded out another five articles today. And it's like, now I'm like, we literally spent from like 11 in the morning till seven in the evening, just what do you want? You want dipping nuts. Like, I know this may sound crazy to somebody, but I'm like, you can have the dipping nuts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how many do you want? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even eat all of them. That, that's a, those uh, things are very sweet, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yes, 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 they are. So, yeah, I know that sounds like something small, but like, I think that's huge. It was, yeah, like, like we, we did that and, uh, like we, we, whenever we moved into a house, that like I would look at before like 
as a younger person and be like, wow, that'd be so cool to live there. Like we live there. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, sometimes I still wake up. I'm like, Hey, I have an office and all my kids all have their own room. Like what? that's pretty cool. <laughs> I bet it's like even maybe a little surreal, right? It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, when you grow up and, and living in like, I think our, biggest rv is like me as a child was like 28 foot and then whenever i was 12 we moved into like um, a single wide trailer which i thought was too big because i wouldn't be near my parents after all that time i was like <laughs> oh maybe i shouldn't have ever ask for this i kind of like being near mom and dad like <laughs> but yeah it, it is it's very surreal and um like my my kids i like they they're very grateful because like the older ones especially <laughs> know what it was like to live through that other stuff. And the younger ones, we just tell them the stories and they're like, man, we're glad we weren't there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Glad it's better you. now. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. And I assume as parents, like it must feel very good to be able to like give your kids a better life. You know, yeah. Better, I don't know, just better circumstances than maybe what you had when you First had your first born or before that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was uh Alex Hermosian today that was like talking about like why are you so upset that these kids have it better? Isn't that the whole point? Like isn't that what you're doing? I'm like honestly today it like really struck me. I was like you're yes, that is right. We do want them to have it better than us. Like what the heck? Yeah. So yeah, it's it is it's really cool being able to see them like not even question like whether they can do something they just they're just like well what do we want to do then we'll just do it so they, they're never like they never have that thought of like oh is it a possibility like maybe it's not for kids like me or like whatever and uh like I love that part about it like my my youngest is just like yeah i'm gonna be a famous youtuber and i'm gonna buy a mansion <laughs> why not yeah I was that yeah i was like awesome and yeah. then he's like and you're moving in i'm like wait what no <laughs> i need my own house <laughs> he's like you said that i couldn't stay living at home you didn't say anything about me taking you with me <laughs> it's like okay then i'll take a guest house thank you <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll come to visit i i don't need to move into your mansion thank you though very kind <laughs> that's awesome well that's great yeah and i also really admire and love like just earlier today you know we were walking back uh you know this way to the hotel and you you both took the time to call your kids you know mm -hmm. they're back at home you're out here and like you took the time to call them say that you love them have a good night take a shower <laughs> <laughs> yes yes you have to bathe just because we're gone doesn't mean that you stop thinking <laughs> yeah so i think that's really awesome I, and you guys should definitely keep that up i'm yeah. sure they'll come to really appreciate it as they grow up yeah for sure well th again thank you for sharing what you've shared so far uh, i'm sure you have a lot more stories not right. too many <laughs> that, well maybe we could do another episode sometime you know take part take two <laughs> yeah take two and so uh last question of the podcast uh -oh, okay. it's music related okay i'm a big music guy so i really wanted to incorporate music somehow okay. so my question is if you had to choose a song kind of like of your current sound or your current live soundtrack what song 
would you say that is? Hmm. I would say That's a toughie, isn't it? <laughs> My husband's like anything that she can dance to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. There's a song. It's like a remix, and it's it's remix of "Faded" by some random GJ that I just listen to constantly. That's all I can think of right now. I don't I don't know if anyone else has literally ever heard of it, but that totally fits me. <laughs> we'll have to find it then. Is it like high energy? Uh, yeah, kind of like quirky. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It came up on my YouTube music and I was like, I love that. I'm just going to put it. I literally put it on loop whenever I want to get something done and just goes round and round forever. <laughs> nice. All right. We'll definitely have to look it up. Yeah. I don't. Completely, you know, I don't recognize it out right off the bat, but That's maybe I've it's heard obscure, of it. Very obscure, like you'll probably be like, never, nope, never. Heard like, of we're that. not putting that in the podcast this time, <laughs> definitely. No, we'll definitely check it out. Yeah, we'll put a little snippet in there. Awesome. But thank you so much, Jessica, for taking the time to do this. It's currently late. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of us. I mean, I'm I, so proud. Of I, us. I was, I was afraid that I would probably like start like yawning a lot and you know, <laughs> kind of dozing off. But you know, your stories are so great. So thank you, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. And uh, to the audience out there, hope you you got you know some value, uh, or you were able to relate to some of Jessica's story. Um, where can people find you online, by the way? Yeah, hit me up on Instagram, just at Jessica Lauren Vine, uh, or you can just Google me. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Google me. I love saying that. It sounds so <laughs> Just don't Google yourself. Never do that. <laughs> I've done it. No, no. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on, and everyone else back at home or wherever you may be, have a lovely day. This has been Raspberry Lemonade here with Jessica Vine. Any last words for the audience? Go out there and make your dreams come true because no one else is going to do it for you. And you've got the ability to do it. I believe in you. We believe in you. Yes. All right. Have a good one. This has been a Redbird Studio Productions. Hope you've enjoyed the program.